It's the Bulls podcast, here to talk all things Pombonite Cricket Club. My name is Luke Reynolds, and joining me this week on the show is the president of the Pombonite Cricket Club, Dave Murphy. Welcome, Dave. G'day, Luke. Good to be back again, mate. Love it. <laughs> mate, uh, another big weekend at the Pombonite Cricket Club. Uh, how's your energy levels this time of year? A uh, little bit depleted, mate, but uh, it's always it's always a, a great time of year to be around the club uh, with teams in finals and... Uh, yeah, next few weeks is always exciting, so looking forward to it. It is always a very exciting time of the year, so we'll go through all the results from the weekend. And in Division 1, a big win to the Division 1 Bulls over Mortlake at Pombonit. We had Pombonit chasing Mortlake's 158, making 5 for 159. The skipper Grant placed 63 not out to get the team home. Tom placed 42 and Steve Murphy 29. And earlier with the ball, Tadakar Sendanaika, 4 for 27, Amila Mendes, 2 for 28, Easton Wood, 1 for 17, and Sam Darcy, 1 for 21. A really good bowling effort, Dave, to bowl the top of the table, Mortlake out for 158. Yeah, it was, mate. Um, bowling has looked like it's finally clicked and is all uh, ticking along very nicely at the moment, heading into finals. So a bit of a depleted Mortlake side um, with a couple of their, their uh, players out. Um, but yeah, still got to win the games and it was good to see Grant knock a few around and batted very well along with uh, Tommy and, and Churchy as well there too. So yeah, motoring along quite well at the moment. The skipper hit some big balls, I believe. He did and happened to tell everyone about it at the function Saturday night. So loves making runs before a function, the big fella. Did, did he mention some of them might have been wind assisted? No, I think he said he hit them into the wind. Oh, right. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And in Division 2... The team travelled down to Princetown on Saturday. Pombonit all out 172, Charlie Vortier 37, Daniel Misson 36. And Princetown winning comfortably, 3 for 173, Dean Tevlin 1 for 17, Matt Richardson 1 for 19, Dan Lenahan 1 for 29. Always a tough trip down to the coast, Dave. It is, mate. Boys don't uh, travel too well down to the swamp. You were uh, fortunate enough, are they the right words, to, to be a part of this game, so... Uh, yeah, how did it all go, mate? Yeah, I don't know if we're fortunate enough, but uh, enjoyed the nice little road trip down to the coast. And uh, yeah, no, it was a tough day at the office. So they're a strong Division Two team, Princeton. Got some boys who hit a big ball. So uh, yeah, another tough day at the office and a yeah, disappointing loss. To Division Three, and Pombonite were playing Hatesbury at the Timboon P12 School Oval. Pombonite 164, Simon Tollins 71. Tony Evans, 13, Finn Tolland, 11, and Mark McGuinness, 11. Defeating Hatesbury, 8 for 157. Simon Tolland, a great all-round game, 5 for 28. Tim Whitehead, 1 for 17. And Taylor Reynolds, 1 for 20. Uh, Another strong performance from the Div 3 Bulls, Dave, and and a great way for them to finish the season with winning five out of their last six games. Yeah, they did, mate. They they strung them all together there at the back end of the season, and uh, I think the, the improvement shown from a lot of the younger boys as well. Just talking to, to Tony and Tolly is is exceptional. And, uh, yeah, they'll all obviously be better for it next year and uh, be bigger and stronger and more competitive and, yeah, ready to go again. But great to see Tolly knocking a few runs and taking a few wickets as well. Yeah, the reluctant cricketer, but uh, it's been great to have him back and I'm, I'm sure he's enjoyed it more than he's let on. I, I dare say so, absolutely. Onto the women's cricket on Sunday in Division 1, Pombonite hosted Birigara at Pombonite. And the Bulls batted first, 4 for 131. Sam LaFranchi, 32, retired. Jess Molden, 30, retired. Rachel Dendle, 19. And Taylor Reynolds, 16, not out. In reply, the Bulls restricted Birigara to 6 for 43. Sam LaFranchi, 2 for 2. Taylor Reynolds, 2 for 4. Both of those ladies were on a hat trick. And Grace Lee, one for six. A uh, very strong win in the second last round for the Div 1 Bulls. Yes, very good game by the girls again, mates. Uh, very impressive. Taylor, watching Taylor bat. Um, she hit a couple of nice boundaries and uh, looked very confident out there. Um, but, yeah, great crowd here too. There was, yeah. Uh, Birigara had a little bit of a following as well, which uh, it made for a good afternoon. I did, yeah. So girls, girls going quite well leading into finals. And in Division 2, Pombonite were playing Tomahawk Creek at Irrawillapi. Pombonite, 7 for 115. Shady Francesco, 29. Julie Bow, 19. Ella Sadler, 14. And Janelle Whitehead, 12. 
defeating Tomahawk Creek, eight for 79. Shady Francesco, two for 14. Deborah Reynolds, two for 17. Janelle Whitehead, two for 21. And Alice Sadler, one for 13. A great win to the Div 2 Bulls, who secured top spot on the ladder by the margin of 0.01%, just over Carlisle River. So a great way for the Div 2 Bulls to finish the year. And Deborah Reynolds caught up with the skipper, Julie Bow after the game. Okay, we are here on episode nine of the Bulls podcast, and I have Division Two women's skipper, Julie Bow here. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Julie, for the first time. You're welcome. How are you enjoying your role as Division Two skipper? Yeah, it's a, been a bit of a, a revelation. I haven't been captain before in my, when I played cricket last century. <laughs> And I'm realising I can't just hang out at square leg or fine leg and think about what we're having for dinner that night. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we all do I've, that. I've got to be switched on and I'm, yeah, trying to think the whole time, thinking ahead, who's going to bowl next. So, yeah, so it's 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 fun, it's challenging. Um, but, yeah, you've got to be on your, on your toes all the time. I think that's the, yeah, yep. the biggest thing. And what actually brought you to Pominate? Cricket club. Well, it wasn't the distance having a travel <laughs> from Colac. From Colac, that's right. Yeah, sorry, you uh, are. No, you do I live in Colac. I think you had so. a hand in it, Deb. Actually, I, I think I was filling in in indoor cricket. I bet you were happy uh, you filled in that night for indoor cricket. <laughs> and there was a talent scout <laughs> sitting there, sitting, sitting there, and uh, yeah. So I think that's what happened. Um, well, when um, you started asking all the strategic questions, I thought, oh, here's someone that knows <laughs> the game and wants to learn the game. So I said to Luke, come and watch, Luke. Let's see what we're, let's see. <laughs> and it all went from there, didn't it? Um, how have you enjoyed the team dynamic and the support as captain? Uh, really good. I mean, everyone's willing to do whatever you ask, um, which is great as captain. That's what, you know, that's what you want. Um, so and what I've really, really enjoyed is having the support of the whole club. So when I played cricket last century with, with Melbourne Uni, um, the women's team, we were very isolated from the men. They wouldn't have even known we existed back then. Um, and I don't think they actually became one club until about 2008. So I think it's just fantastic having the, the support of the whole club. Um, and knowing the men are there in the background, yeah, and turning up weekly as well um, with, with square leg and, and scoring. Yeah, helping with the scoring with, with Tim and that's just fantastic. So, you know, I think that's, that's the big difference I'm, I'm seeing now is just having that full, full support of the club. Well, that was going to be my next question, was you played to a high standard with Melbourne University Cricket Club and how different has it been to play with a country club that's so early on in its women's program um, as opposed yeah, to one that was well-established? It's, it's, it's early on, but it's, it's organised. <laughs> I was playing with, with students and, you know, we, yeah, students come and go all the time and it's quite a disorganised sort of affair. So even though the club might have been going for... 40 or 50 years at that point. Um, I can't remember when they actually, sometime in the 50s, I think, that was established. Um, it was very hard to get that continuity, you know, between, between you know, players. The play, players were going and coming all the time. So, so, yeah, even though we've only been playing as a women's team for a year or so, I think it just feels a lot more settled um, than, you know, what, what we were used to. That's back, excellent. Back That's really good to mm. hear. So we had a very significant win against Carlisle River last week and we have just got off the ground and we have won today against Tomahawk Creek. So that takes us into the finals. How are you feeling about that? One day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> How far do you reckon we can go, Julie? What's, what, what's your expectations? No, I'm just, uh, yeah, let's, let's worry about that down the track. Let's enjoy where we've got to now. I think we all need to turn up if we can to training and, and, and really put in at training, focus at training and let's hope next week. It's all come together the last two weeks. Certainly has. Um, but 
let's hope we haven't peaked too early. <laughs> um, the competition is very even, and, and if it's Colac we're up against, you know, they've improved out Certainly of sight. Have. So it was great to win against Carla River last week. That was a good, that was good for our confidence, yep. I think. Um, but yeah, let's just take it a day at a time and do well, control what we can, and, and then take it from there. Awesome. Thank you for joining the Bulls podcast, Julie. Go Bulls. I haven't talked about all the fantastic efforts that everyone's been Oh, doing. hang on. Sorry. <laughs> Forgot that question. See, Luke, not a pro at this. Missed one of the questions. Oh, who have you been most impressed with by oh. Division 2 with their efforts and application? Yeah, and, and last week you had to give it to Janelle. Yes. You know, she sacrificed her. <laughs> big swinging game um to really hold hold the innings together um she yeah that was just that was just really good and you know every week Belinda just turns up does yep. what you know so reliable and will you know and delivers week after week so um I think we're all and Shay's obviously our secret weapon yes yep <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone and then even you, Deb, you know, we throw you on and you get a wicket here and there <laughs> <laughs> and you're four last week down past square was I think that won us the game was just sheer brilliance oh, you know, thanks. elegance <laughs> at its best so just seeing everyone and Annie with that run out as yeah, well yeah yeah and know. her talking the field's amazing yeah, isn't it? so I think everyone's putting in um even was it um Megan today yep last ball four yep you know that and in a tight game, that's all valuable. So I think it's just really and really pleasing as a captain when anyone just contributes something, something along the way. So and we have got those numbers in Division Two, haven't we? So um, you know, some people sometimes aren't available. It's helpful for just someone else to you know slot in there and they fit in. They can fill a spot. Yeah, we were short last week, and, and yep. Talia filled in and took a fantastic catch. So yeah, any. It's just great when it, when everyone contributes. So that's what we've just got to take forward um, over the next week or so, and yeah, make it you know keep the momentum going. All right, I think I have asked all of Luke's questions now, Julie. So <laughs> oh, and Loz too. We've missed you. We have Loz. We have, and we can't wait for you to come back because yeah, you're one that we rely on a lot. So yeah, hope to see you back next week. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining the podcast, Julie. Uh, Good luck for the rest of the season and um, go Bulls. No worries. Go Bulls. Some interesting insights there, Dave, from Julie. Uh, She's been great in the role this season. Yeah, she has, mate. I think uh, just bring that bit of extra experience and uh, with the other girls just tapping into that, it's improved their game enormously and, uh, yeah, all better for it, absolutely. In the junior cricket on Sunday, we had the two girls teams playing with Pombonite Maroon defeating Colac White at Pombonite. We had Colac White 6 for 84, Sarah Bridges 1 for 6, El Marnie 1 for 7, Isla Spokes 1 for 8, Chloe Bridges 1 for 11, Lila Horsepole 1 for 14 and Stella Horsepole 1 for 18. Losing to Pombonite Maroon 4 for 98. Jada Marnie, 21, Isla Spokes, 9, retired. Sadie Walsh, 9, and Chloe Bridges, 6, retired. Win for Marone, Dave, with uh, the team still having hopes of making the finals. Yeah, so game on Wednesday night against Birragurra, uh, 4.30. So hopefully they've had a win, um, yeah, and get the job done and play, play in, the, in the finals on Sunday. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. And in the other game, Pomonite Gold played Irrawarra at the CSC Oval. And it was Irrawarra, 4 for 118. Charlotte Richardson, 2 for 17. Lily Saracalio, 1 for 26. And Rebecca Johnson, 1 for 28. Defeating Pomonite Gold, 6 for 65. Rebecca Johnson, top scoring with 29. By all reports, a fantastic innings from Rebecca. Yeah, so Beck was one of those girls that probably wasn't real keen at the start of the year and has probably uh, found her groove towards the end of it and uh, finished the season on a high with the girls having a, a bye next weekend. So well done to Beck. Great job. And the under-16 boys played Mortlake in the semi-final at Camperdown on Sunday morning. Mortlake 111 with Joe Gleeson 4 for 29, Finn Tollin 2 for 16, Gavin Reynolds, 2 for 21, and Noah Ritchie's, 2 for 27. Defeating Pombonite, all out for just 15, with Harry Fleming top scoring with four. 
Uh, good bowling performance, Dave, but a tough day at the office with the bat for the boys. Yeah, good start by the looks of uh, on all accounts, mate, with uh, obviously not being there myself. Um, but, yeah, they, they obviously bowl very well to Mortlake to, to restrict them to 111. Um, just probably couldn't get the job done with the bat, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, tough day. Mortlake, apparently, I think that was their first time they'd been bowled out all season. So the boys really did bowl superbly. Uh, and it was a day where I think both teams showed that they don't, they don't play enough turf cricket because uh, I think seven Mortlake guys got bowled and seven of ours got bowled. So, um, yeah, so our guys have got a bit of work to do. But um, a disappointing way for the team to finish the season. But all in all, happy to make the four this year and, uh, yeah, hopefully on to bigger and better things next season. All better for the experience of it, mate. I'm sure they'll uh, back it up next year and go that one step further. And on Friday night, the under-13 boys finished their season with an extra Pombonite Gold versus Pombonite Maroon game that we scheduled in. And uh, a wonderful atmosphere here, Dave, wasn't it? The cars everywhere around the boundary and parents and... It was, mate. It was uh, very exciting to ex- exciting to see. I think some of the, some of the parents... Uh, Enjoyed it a lot more than the kids, which is hard to believe. So there's smiles all around from from everyone, which was great. Um, barbecue after the game, and yeah, good yeah. times. It was a, it was a fantastic night. Great to see the parents enjoying themselves, and uh, great to see the boys continue their enthusiasm throughout the season. We've got a really good group there, and in the match for Pomeranian Gold, top scorers were Fletcher Tolland with eleven, Jonty Raven with nine, and Harry Jenkins with eight. While Gold's best bowlers were Hugo Chevelle, two for five, Ollie West, two for eight, Fletcher Tolland, one for two, William Patterson, one for two, Noah Boyd, one for four, Dermot Kennedy, one for ten, Sam Fryers, one for ten, and Crawford Dunn, one for twelve. And for the Maroon team, top scorers, George Sadler with 13, Bailey Fox, ten, Patrick Spokes, ten, and Max Reese nine. While with the ball, Sam Tolland, one for five, George Sadler, one for five, Hugo Saracalio, one for six. Mark Van S one for seven. And Josh Reynolds, one for nine, were the best with the ball. So uh, another season over for the under-13s. And uh, well done to the boys on their season. And uh, and also a big thank you to Simon Tolland for all his help with coaching this year. Yeah, great job. Great job by yourself and, and Tolly to, to keep the boys enthusiastic all, all season, mate. Um, I don't think there was one of them that was not enjoying it. So it's a, it's a credit to both you and Tolly to to maintain that throughout the whole season. And, uh, yeah, great job. And I think the uh, enthusiasm from the boys is a good reflection on how well you guys went with it this year. So well done to you both and well done to well done to all the families as well for running them out here and running around on a Friday night. And, yeah, well done. Great job. And Dave, the Woolworths Blast program finished on Thursday night and uh, the, the kids all had a certificate presentation and some hot dogs. Uh, another f- a fantastic season with the Blast and you must be really happy with the, the turnout and, and the response from the kids. Yes, mate. Uh, another great year for the Blasters. So uh, 30, 30 participants this year, which is uh, right up there with the most we've ever had. Um just like to thank Hilly and Tim Whitehead for, for helping out uh, with the with the groups and coordination of drills. Um, thanks to the parents for, for getting the kids out at, for a 4.30 start each each Thursday night. Um, yeah, great bunch of kids. Hopefully, hopefully they all come back again next year. I, I think they will. Um, yeah, and hopefully they continue on through into the junior ranks as well, mate. So, yeah, no, great year. Another good year for the Blasters. No, mate, well done to you and your assistants for another great year of Woolworths Blast. Thanks, mate. And a big night Saturday night. We had our annual Bull Nanza function. Uh, I believe a record amount of tickets sold, Dave. A great crowd in attendance. Uh, Louis O'Bourne, the entertainment was superb. And I think everyone had a fantastic night. I think so, mate. Uh, yeah, 140 tickets sold this year, uh, which is fantastic. Most we've ever ever sold for... For a bull nanza, um, yeah, Louis was great. Crowd was great. No troubles. My stress levels were kept under control. I think I don't think I popped my lid once, which is always a bonus. So, um, yeah, fantastic night. Um, hopefully, it's as good again next year. Yeah, no, big thank you to everyone who bought a ticket and all the players that put in a really good effort this year in selling the tickets. Uh, to sell as many as we did was really pleasing, and that's a great boost for the club's coffers.
The Pombonut Cricket Club 12th Man Club is a group of people that love the Pombo Cricket Club and want to make it a better and greater place than we already know it to be. With benefits including a monthly members draw where we give away over $200 worth of cash and prizes and social events. If you're a lover of the Pombo Cricket Club and looking for additional ways to contribute to the magic that happens at Pombo, then join now. With over 40 members already, it is a lot of fun and costs just $6 per week. For more information or to join, get in touch with one of our friendly executive committee members. Go Bulls! end of the business end of the podcast we've uh it nearly slipped under the radar because you are the uh statistician holder i suppose you'd call yourself wouldn't you and the record keeper and it took a bit of prompting to to work out when your 400th game was going to be there was a bit of a shirk and it's like oh it's actually this weekend so this is probably half the reason why I've uh, I've decided to <laughs> tell you that I'm jumping on your podcast uh this weekend so mate 400 games at the Pomodate Cricket Club. It's a, it's a fantastic achievement. It's it's massive, and I'm probably not going to be able to do this justice, but I'll do my best. <laughs> I hope it's okay. So we'll go right back to the start. I'll run through the stats. Strap yourself in. Uh, yeah, well, just thanks, Dave. Uh, I, I was trying to fly under the radar and make the notice of it as late as possible, but uh, <laughs> word has got out. So uh, you know, it's your podcast now, mate. All right, right, eh? So here we go. Lukey Reynolds, junior debut back in 1991-1992. Senior debut, 1993-1994. A long time ago. <laughs> So, so far, 399 games, 6,656 runs, 235 wickets, 113 catches, and 21 T20 games. Uh, Division 1 Premiership in 2018-19, and then again in 2020-2021. A T20 Premiership in 2018-2019. Under-16 Premiership in 1994-1995. Southwest Cricket Division Three Cricketer of the Year in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, and then back to back two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. You've been Pombo Team Champion five times, Melbourne Country Week representative at Timboon Stonyford Cricket Association, uh, Ballarat Cricket Country Week rep at Timboon Stonyford Cricket Association, and Southwest Cricket Association. Uh, you're currently in your twentieth year as club secretary. You've done two years as president, under-13 coach, 2010-11 to present, under-16 coach, 2014 to present, present, and you've been second-11 captain for a total of nine years. And that's all I can come up with on the stats. There would be more than that, but it's a pretty good CV. Yeah, uh, when you say it like that, it's. Uh, I guess if you hang around long enough, you do tend to rack up a lot of those things. But, um, yeah, it's been a, a fantastic journey over 28 seasons of senior cricket at the Pomeranian Cricket Club and, yeah, 30 years all up on field. And even then I was here before that watching the seniors. So, uh, yeah, it feels like I've been here forever and there's no better place to be. All right, mate. So let's, let's wind the clock right back and we'll go right back to where it started. Uh, your journey through junior cricket... What do you remember about it? Yeah, so I turned up at the club as an 11-year-old in 1990-91, and I think they had one under-16 team and 18 players. So I trained the whole season and never got a game, but that was fine, and I I just enjoyed the training. And, um, yeah, there was obviously several of us missed out and didn't get a game. So the next year they did put in two teams in 91-92. So I do remember making my debut for one of the Pombonite teams against the other Pombonite team, out on the hallowed turf here, and uh, yeah, an, an enjoyable few years of junior cricket. Uh, I think Max Castle was our coach in that first year of the team I was in, 
in 91, 92. And then later on, I had Simon Slick as our coach. So, uh, yeah, great times. And we ended up winning the flag in 94, 95, which um, for a long time I thought might have been my only flag. So uh, that's a, that, And it still is a great memory that day that we beat Port Campbell down there. It was, mate. I was, uh, I was lucky enough to be a part of that. Not that I can remember a lot of it. I remember taking a good catch and that was about it and turning around showing the crowd the ball and <laughs> getting, getting abused. So, <laughs> and not much has changed not in your much career, has, has Not it? much has changed 30 years on. So, mate, some influential people at the Pombinette Career Club that have probably helped shape your, your career and your uh, love of the club, I suppose. Yeah, obviously Max early on as a coach and... And someone at home, you know, who, who would talk cricket and and all that sort of thing and um, offer criticism, constructive or otherwise. But uh, <laughs> In only a way Max can. Exactly. Well. Yes, but, uh, but no, obviously he, he was very influential because um, before that I didn't really sort of come from a cricketing background. So I was a bit of a late starter to the game, but uh, sort of fell in love with it straight away. And, and even just coming out watching those guys play, but... And um, a bloke I was in awe of back then, and, and probably still am, is Brian Boyd. But just his level of commitment on and off field. He played the game in the right spirit. And just uh, his commitment to the club was something I, I probably took a lot out of. And probably uh, in that regard, he's a man who's, who has inspired me. So from those early days, it's sort of those two guys. Yeah, both very, uh, very special in the uh, club's history there, those two guys, mate. Um so your senior debut, you mentioned, or we mentioned earlier, that it was a year after your junior debut. Uh, two, two seasons Two after. seasons after. Yep, yep. That, uh, that's pretty quick. It you is, obviously it showed was. a lot of talent. Well, I like to think so, but uh, <laughs> I think the real story was they were short, and um, this is a, we had three teams, and did make my debut down at Princetown at the old Wirigil ground, and it was a pretty eventful... My very first ball in senior cricket, I bowled to a guy called Ian Surin. It went down leg side. He missed it. Max whipped off the bales and he was clearly out. And the square leg umpire gave it not out. And uh, there was a bit of an argument. And uh, Max sent the square leg umpire from the field and requested a new umpire. And uh, <laughs> that was my first game of senior cricket. So uh, that's something you'll never forget. That's a, uh, that's a real initiation right there, isn't it? That was. That's, uh, that's obviously a good memory. Um, who were some of the other players around then, mate, that uh, were about when you, were, when you first started out in senior cricket? So I think in that team, we had it was sort of Max and... Craig Henry was sort of the, the older, the veterans in that team. And and there was younger guys like Adam Wells, David Atcher. And then, of course, there was a few juniors like Steve Castle and then myself. So, uh, And that sort of group, we tended to play those sort of six or seven blokes. We played together sort of for three or four years in the later years of Timber and Stonyford. So, um, yeah, and obviously other guys. But um, John Hall was a regular in that team, I think, from time to time and... Yeah, they're the guys I sort of remember. It's, uh, it was definitely a different era back then, mate. The uh, Timber and Stonyford Association, it was uh, always remember the late nights here. Not that not that we don't have the late nights here now, but I think the guys from Timboon used to come up and bring their tents I and think camp so. the night when yeah. they stayed and played up here for the for the weekend. So it was a very festive, 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 <laughs> what's the word? Like a festival. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think back in those days, the teams got along better uh, on and off the field in, yep. in general. And I think most of the arguing during games was when two Pombonet, two Pombonet teams played each other. And um, and look, I, I actually didn't enjoy uh, the, when we played another Pombonet team. It, it sort of felt like, yeah, you were making enemies out of your club mates and... Yep. Um, uh, no one was happier than me than when when we went to graded cricket instead of one grade of cricket where we had three teams out of ten and mm. you felt like you were playing another Pombinate every second or third week. So um, I think the move to graded cricket has definitely benefited this club. Yeah, it's definitely a massive improvement uh, there. Um, so the captaincy, mate, uh, captain for nine years of the second 11. Yeah. Is this... Now, have, have you thrown your hand up to be captain of the second 11 because it was majority of it was one-day cricket to get your games tally up quicker? <laughs> no, no. I think the very <laughs> first year it was two-day cricket. 
that I captained when I was about 20. But uh, it's sort of, it hasn't really been a role I've actively seeked. It's sort of, in a way, been, you know, the club needed me to do it. So that's sort of how it's ended up. And I've probably cost myself uh, some a lot of Division One games in that regard. But um, always happy to do whatever the club requires. And, uh, yeah, and look, obviously, when we started up Division Two again two years ago, uh, I'd sort of... I felt like I was at the. I was a guy driving that, so I was pretty keen to get back down and do it. Then that was probably the most keen I'd been to, to captain the seconds. But um, I, I do enjoy the captaincy role, and and it's yeah, it's sort of. But yeah, as I said, something I've never really um, desired a lot, but always happy to help out the club wherever needed. Like you said, mate, you're a great clubman, and I think uh, in those years that you were captain. Uh, Made the flag two years in a row and was Southwest Cricket uh, Division champion for those two years as well, which probably proves that you were playing probably a grade uh, below where you where you sort of should have been as well. So, um, yeah, on that it was sort of playing Division Three. The club never had a Division Two, and I would have much preferred to play some Division yeah. Two if I wasn't in the ones at that time, but. That was where the club was at, so you just play with wherever you got teams, I guess. Bit of a bit of a, oh, a sore point, I suppose you'd call it. Those those couple of years as Div Three skipper, uh, not getting the flag and getting the results because I do remember like best team in it by a long shot. Just couldn't get it done on the day. A few things didn't fall our way, and yeah. Yeah, we were always up against it. We did finish top of the ladder, but uh, that was we played Simpson in that grand final and. They that was their top team in their club at that stage. So you, you're always up against it, as the Div 2 guys have found the last few years when you're playing a first 11 from a club. And um, But, yeah, look, you know, you, a few drop catches and, we, you know, if we didn't drop them, we take them and we win the game. So that's what grand finals come down to. Game of inches, isn't it? Uh, career highlights so far, mate, and... Uh... On the, I'm sure there's many, and it's always a tough question, this. Yeah, look, um, that's actually not too hard an answer for me. It's the 2018-19 Division One flag. Uh, to finally get there, I'd sort of been 13th man in both the, the earlier flags, Division One had won. I'd been in all the losing grand finals of Division One that we'd lost over the years, and uh, to get that... Yeah, uh, to this I think forever will be my most satisfying day and season in cricket. Um, yeah, so there's that. But there's just playing for the club and playing with my mates and people who become my mates because they played at the Pomeroy Cricket Club. And uh, they're all highlights. Every time you win a game's a highlight, and obviously when you make runs or take wickets, it's a highlight. But pretty hard to go past that eighteen nineteen flag. It was very special, wasn't it? Was. It, it was yeah. even special that night too. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we've had a lot over the years. Some of the greatest players you've played with at the cricket club at Pombonite. Yeah, in your time here. Uh, look, obviously, heaps and heaps of great players. You know, you talk about the, at the start of your career, you play with legends of local cricket who are at the end of their career. So you're talking, yeah, your Brian Boyd, Max Castle. Ken O'Neill, all those guys, great cricketers. I didn't see them at their best, but they were still good cricketers in their older age. Uh, <clears throat> guys I've played with, Steve Castle, obviously talent-wise, I, I don't know if we've had a more talented bat than Steve, and in full flight, he was incredible. Uh, very inconsistent, though. Um, yourself, Dave, I think uh, the cricket you've played, particularly since turning 30, has been as good as any, sort of a good a decade or so, as anyone has put together with the bat at the club, making runs in big games and, and the way you've improved your keeping and keeping to the Sri Lankans. So you're right up there. Uh, obviously, Lahiru Fernando, I don't think the club's ever had a better bowler. He, he was an absolute star with his leg spin. Uh, Clinton Place, probably the best fast bowler I've seen at the club. Sorry, Hilly, but uh, you're number two. You're... Hilly was a great bowler, Bradley Hillman. But... Always a bridesmaid, PJ. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, Sender and Amilla have been great players. and There's a lot of great players have played at this club. and It's not always the Div 1 guys. You have 
blokes who've been great contributors at other levels and um, too many to mention, but uh, all those guys I did mention are the, the top of the tree, I think. Uh, you mentioned me, mate, so I've got the desired <laughs> result there, so thank you. Uh, so, mate, very similar to me. You've got the whole family out here playing now. Um, it's a fantastic feeling, isn't it? It's brilliant. Absolutely. It's, uh, well, that was the reason I had kids was to... Uh, <clears throat> To have some more Pomonite cricketers, but no, uh, no it is. To, to watch your boys go out there and play, uh, yeah, I, I love it. Uh, I was coaching the kids before my boys started playing, but uh, geez, you enjoy it more once your kids are out there and involved. And uh, to have them going is fantastic. Emily's out here in the Blasters. I, I don't really get to see much of that because I'm usually coaching the under-16s, but uh, Emily's loving it, and, um, yeah, she's probably... Maybe next season might make a debut in the junior girls. So uh, looking forward to that day. And, of course, Deb's um, in a second season of cricket. And that's something I never thought I would see. And uh, and she's loved it more than I ever could imagine. So, um, But, yeah, look, to have your whole family involved here five days a week pretty much is uh, it makes it a lot easier than when it's just you here five days a week. So, uh, <laughs> but and, and that's the best thing about the club. And you see, yeah, with you guys and... All the families, and to see uh, so many families with their whole family playing here is is just a wonderful, wonderful thing. It is. It's some, something that I didn't uh, probably necessarily see us doing. It happened very fast, um, but it's, yeah, it's great. And it, it is an awesome feeling and fully understand what you're saying. Yeah. Mate, uh, as you just mentioned then, coaching, you d- you've done it for a long time, or I... I remember back 2010, was it? We yeah. got it going again. Uh, I remember sitting down with you saying, we've got to get this going again. We need to get juniors back to the club because it's going to fall apart. And we did letter drops. We did school drops. It was a lot of hard work. And it you probably brunted a lot of the hard work, probably a majority of it. But it's uh, it's definitely paying off now. It's a long time ago, 12 years but it's, it's, it, we're reaping the benefits of it now with the, the amount of juniors and kids that are out here at the moment. Yeah, look, I, I think of all the things I've done at the club, I, I think that's the thing I'm most proud of is because, yeah, at 2000 or 2010, we had no juniors. We were very strong in the two senior grades, but that was all we had. So you, you're not far off uh, dropping back to one team and you just need kids coming through and... Uh, yeah, it was a lot of work in those early days, just just to start an under-13s team. Some nights we'd turn up with six kids, I think, and um, but we, we just did it. We still played, and and the best thing is that most of those kids are still here from that very first team. Tom yeah. Place was in that team. Paddy Johnson, Lewis Johnson, Luke Lenahan, they were all in that early team, and you know, those guys are still here. And uh, then to get it took a lot of effort to get the under sixteens up. Tommy Place unfortunately had to go and play at Camperdown for a couple of years just because we couldn't get that team up. He came back for the last year, and um, geez, it was tough. If Tom didn't make runs, we would be out for twenty <laughs> nearly yeah. every week. If Tom made runs, we might make seventy. And um, but you know it, it was all worth it. A lot, and all those guys are still here. And. Um, I'm just yeah, really, really proud of the effort we've put in just to, to get kids playing here and kids who probably would have played somewhere else if we didn't start it again. And, um, yeah, and, and there's nothing has pleased me more than to see Tom Place and Tom Darcy and Sam Darcy and Jack Darcy who have been come through our junior ranks play and be key players in our senior premiership teams. That, you know, and plus the likes of Luke and Dan Lenahan playing in a T20 flag and being good senior cricketers. Louis and Pat Johnson, just great clubmen, and um, that that's that can't be underestimated either. That, that that they've stuck through right through from juniors, and they love the club, and um, they may not be at the, the level of Tom Place, but they're every bit as important to the club. They're at Tom's level off the field, I reckon. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. probably they've probably gone ahead in Tom there, but um, no, it's a, all those kids very active uh, members of the of the cricket club now, which is which is fantastic and, and, and great to see, mate, and uh, probably a testament to, to the work that you have put in to keep those, keep those guys here over, over the years and, and they keep, keep coming back to, to, the, to the cricket club. So, 
yeah, well done there, mate. It's uh, it's no mean feat. It's it's a it's a lot of work, and I probably a lot of people don't understand the the effort that goes in behind the scenes with all this sort of stuff. Um, it's uh, yeah, you're you're an absolute gem. Um, so the club history, mate. You're 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 heavily involved in getting the club history right. Um, it's Ken O'Neill did a great job of it. Uh, with the resources he had available at the time, um, but you've you've delved deep into the archives and spent numerous, countless hours at the Camperdown Historical Centre, going through microfilm, going through old papers, <laughs> and what and and spending hours and hours and hours just looking and looking and looking for stats, scores, anything Pomodate related. Tell us a bit more about it. Yeah, look, it's it's been happening for quite some time because it is, as you say, very time-consuming. But um, basically it all started, I think I started it about four or five years ago and it was just, we don't have stats pre-1969. So I just wanted to get stats and have complete comp- uh, career records for guys who played for you know a great portion of the club's history and great names who, you know, we don't really know what they were like because we don't have those stats. So that's where it started. And, uh, yeah, you sort of um, discover a lot of things along the way. And, um, yeah, I've got probably, I reckon I'm up to about 80% of scorecards from 1883 to 1969. Still some work to do. I've got a, yeah, that's a, a, a tough one. The scores are sometimes in the Camperdown paper, sometimes <laughs> in the Cobden paper, sometimes in the Colac paper, sometimes in the Lismore paper. So, uh yeah, it, it's it's something I want to get done as soon as possible because we do need this. I, I want to have honour boards going back to, you know, the 1890s it'll probably be. And um, I, I think it's just important to, you know, as you said, Ken did a great great job with the book in 1986 and, and it, it's what is, has inspired my love of the history of the club. But, uh, yeah, I just said it's really important. We do get those stats complete. And the other thing is, you know, we've, things we've discovered we've discovered an extra premiership or two here and there and mm. and just the stories of guys and, and you've been a great help you've done a lot of work sourcing families of players and things like that and uh, I just think it's really important some of these guys are a lot better cricketers than people may think so uh, yeah hopefully this year I can finish it <laughs> off but uh, it is a big job and it's very time consuming and it doesn't pay real well either, Dave. No, 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 it doesn't. The rates aren't real flash there, mates. But, um, yeah, I, I know you've already got some favourites from, from back in the early 1900s <laughs> with Samuel Vaughan and DJ Barnes and and guys like those. So it's, uh, it is good and it's interesting. And um, I think, you know, We've already found we've had the Burt family donate a ball back from 1925, 26 as well. So um, it's definitely worth doing, and it's it's a um, yeah, it, it's something great that the club can have and and to have on the wall with the honour boards and uh, just uh, show the show the uh, respect I suppose we have for those guys for back in back in those years. Uh, the future of the club, mate. How are we? Where are we heading? What are we? What are we doing? What's 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 in the pipeline in Luke Reynolds's eyes, mate? I'm I'm very excited about the future of the club, as I have been all the way through. But um, I think we're just at the tip of the iceberg as to what we can achieve. We've uh, we've come a long way in the last three or four years, especially. But uh, ah, look, I've got a bit of a, a wish list, Dave, as you know, and you know it's sort of turf wicket and <laughs> new rooms and or a rooms extension and uh, white picket fence around what, the ground. Oh, yeah. I definitely want that picket <laughs> fence, mate. Definitely, uh, a second oval would be nice. Uh, you, you name it. We, uh, I think we should we we have aimed high the last few years, and I think we should continue to aim high. And uh, there's no limit as to what this club can do. So uh, I'm very excited for the future, Dave. And uh, yeah, I'll be. I'll be here for all of it, I hope. <laughs> Another 20 years as secretary by the sounds of that. Uh, so, mate, uh, how many games you got left in you? What do you reckon? You get another 400? If you avoid the warm-ups, yes. you'll, get to, you'll get another 400. I think you probably would have got your 400 mid-season this year if you had have, uh, avoided warm-ups I before think the so. match. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I don't plan to stop playing, so, uh, yeah, 
whatever grade, whatever level, I just want to keep playing for as long as I can, as long as I physically can. So uh, there's no end date and, um, yeah, who knows how many we'll end up with. But um, we better start looking at that over 60 side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyone else to thank, mate? Uh, maybe uh, nearly 1,000 Twitter followers. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout-out to my Twitter followers, yes. Uh, some some good, good crew amongst them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, obviously you want to thank your family and uh, for their support and they well, now they're here too. And so to Deb and Gav, Josh and Emily, yeah, big thank you for your support. Um. Yeah, to just to everyone at the club who's played at the club or I've played with or or who's just been here at the club and uh, or, or been a parent of a junior or anything like that. It's just uh, thank you for your involvement in, in what I think is the best club around the district. And just to you, Dave, as well, mate, uh, I think we make a good president-secretary combo and uh, I've enjoyed playing with you over the years. And, um, yeah, good luck with your episode of the podcast. But, uh, no, thank you, mate, and just thanks to everyone in the Bulls community. It's a wonderful community. Thanks, mate. I uh, I do uh, I do enjoy our date nights out here at the club, just uh, sitting around chewing the fat. So it is a pleasure, and uh, it's your turn to buy the candles, I think, too, mate. Uh, <laughs> we'll get some smelly ones this time. <laughs> no, mate, you are you're an absolute gem. Um, we uh, everyone at the cricket club appreciates what you do, how much you do. And we are so lucky to have you here. Um, the bronze statue is probably not too far away, <laughs> I don't think. So uh, keep doing what you do, mate. Keep greeting everyone with the smile and the hug and uh, just being the face of Pombo. So well done, mate. I hope you uh, have a great game on Saturday. Let's get it done. Go Bulls. Thank you very much, Dave. Go Bulls. So we've been lucky enough to secure some shout-outs for you, Luke, uh, from some fantastic Pomodite uh, people over the course of your career so far, mate. Hope you enjoy it. G'day, Luke. Congratulations on game number 400. It's a great achievement. Um, hope you spin a few wickets. Um, and, yeah, do well. You're obviously the heart and soul of Pomodite, so um, you're amazing what you do on and off the field for the club. It's just great, so... Congratulations and hope you have a great day. Cheers. Hi Luke, Brad Hillman here, mate. Um, all the best for the weekend, mate, with the 400th game. Stellar effort to um, play that many games for the club. Um, everyone respects you and your family, mate, and what you do for us. Um, go Bulls. Uh, crackers, big congrats on game number 400. There wouldn't be too many cricketers across Victoria, let alone in the southwest, to have played that many, uh, and even fewer who have done it for the one club. Uh, I suspect it's a fairly exclusive club and that's something you should be immensely proud of. Uh, you're the heart and soul of Pombonite and somebody who goes above and beyond with everything you do. Uh, to think this tiny farming community puts out nine cricket teams each week is incredible. Uh, and that's barely a decade after bushfire meant Pombonite didn't have a ground to play on at all. Uh, there'd be some big clubs in Melbourne envious of the culture of Pombonite and that's also something you should be proud of. Uh, I've said this a few times and I'll say it again. Your friendly voice on the other end of the line back in 2008 was the reason I joined Pombadeet. Uh, playing alongside you was an absolute privilege and I'm forever grateful for how a lad from suburban Melbourne was welcomed at the club. Uh, so again, congrats on game number 400. Uh, here's hoping you smack a ton, take five wickets and celebrate with some fancy beer that none of us have heard of before. Go well and good luck. Hey Luke, Adam Coote here. Congratulations on your 400th game for the Pombo Bulls. That is a huge achievement. Well done. That's a lot of pre-seasons, summers spent out in the field in the blazing sun. Whilst no doubt doing a lot of square leg umpiring, scoring and all the amazing amount of time that you commit to the club in all aspects of keeping... The Pombo Bulls running so smoothly and so successfully. Have a great day. Hope it goes well. I hope you get a, a bowl and a bat, maybe make a few runs and take a wicket or even take a great catch in the field. No doubt Deb and the family will be there tooting the horn and uh, enjoying what should be a big celebration for the club. Congratulations. Go well. Go Bulls. 
Hey Luke, Rich over here. Congratulations on 400 games, mate. It's a massive achievement. Hope you have a good day on Saturday and an even better night. And then I go. G'day Luke, Harry here and the rest of the under 13s. Happy 400th game. On behalf of the under 16s, I'd like to say congratulations, Luke, for your 400th game. G'day Luke, Grace here with the rest of the Div 1 girls, just wishing you all the best for your 400th game on the weekend. Woo! Go Luke! Hi Luke, congratulations on 400 games next week from the Div 2 ladies team. Uh, anything with a zero is, is on the end of it is fantastic, but get to 400, that is unbelievable. So just congratulations on behalf of us all. Lukey P, Clinton here. Congratulations on 400 games and still plenty more to come. Uh, well done on everything you've achieved so far and everything you do for the club. Um, testament to yourself, mate. Well done. Congratulations, Luke. Thanks for your service to the club. Enjoy your big day. Here's a little poem for you. A mate of mine on Saturday is playing his 400th game. A familiar face around the club. Luke Reynolds is his name. What a great commitment. You are an inspiration. It leaves me with one word to say. Congratulations. Congratulations on reaching 400 games, Luke. Everyone at the Bulls really loves you and will shout you a beer on Saturday night. Hi, Luke. Brent Hewitt here. Congratulations, mate, on game number 400. Magnificent achievement. Uh, but for some reason, I feel like this is just the beginning. Uh, my money's on 1,000 games for Pombinet, so I look forward to that day in about 20 years' time when you rack up game number 1,000, mate. All the best. Cheers. Yeah, Luke, great effort, mate, 400 games. You're a legend of the club, have been for a number of years, the amount of work and everything you do. It's been an honour to play with you and see how you've been involved with the club over the years. You're the, one of the backbone members going around and I just think you should be very proud of your achievement. Well done, mate. Gay Reynolds, it's Glenn. Congratulations on the milestone. Um, 400 games, certainly a massive commitment to the club that you love so much. Um, if anyone deserves to be part of the joint's history, mate, that's you. So enjoy the day. We'll catch up for a beer. Yeah, g'day, mate. Kenny I'm looking forward to your 400th. I'll be in the kitchen with a nice cold yodel. Won't be the only thing I'll be doing in the kitchen, if you know what I mean. <laughs> G'day Luke, Radders here, uh, fellow off-spinner and Grain Nick single scoop connoisseur. Just a quick congrats, mate, on the 400th game with Pombo. It really is a, a marvellous achievement um, for someone of your age and your ability uh, to still be playing the game. Uh, jokes aside, it doesn't really surprise me, I guess, that you have reached this milestone uh, and, and that you're still chucking on the whites every, every Saturday. There aren't many bowlers, especially spin bowlers, who like bowling on carpet every week, but I can see why you're still doing it. Carpet actually allows you to spin the ball, which I know is a bit of a novelty uh, for you over your career. So I guess it makes sense that you'd want to play on that surface for as long as possible. Look, mate, in all seriousness, I've played at a number of clubs across Victoria and New South Wales, and Pombo is by far the best. And it's the best because of the people involved. And by that, I mean the people like you. Sure, everyone this week is celebrating your on-field achievement, but every week they celebrate what you have achieved off the field for the club, for its players, and for the thousands of families linked to it. Have a great day, mate. Hey, Luke. Deb here. Well done on reaching 400th games with your beloved Pomenet Cricket Club. I'm so very proud of you, not only for getting to that milestone, but in the 4 million percent that you give to the club off the field or so. I probably really should have predicted your commitment to the club 
after seeing you and knowing you when you were a kid riding your push bike from Koala along the highway to the club just so you could attend trainings and games. And I really probably should have predicted your commitment to the club after the couple of years you weren't on the committee when we were on the farm not long after we got married and you were just just didn't feel right, did it? But that passion for cricket and the cricket club has created a man and a husband, a father, a player and a coach that I am so honoured to know and share a life with. You are slightly crazy though, um, because seriously, who else takes annual leave to research the history of the cricket club? Well, you did. You went to the Historical Society to do that in Camperdown. And you used to come home so excited with all of these facts. That's just the man you are. You just love it. You are a fantastic role model, not only to our children, but to all the juniors and all the players within our club and all of the clubs within the association. Enjoy the game, Luke, your 400th game, and hopefully you get a win and savour those delicious prickly moses that will be waiting for you afterwards. Love ya. Hi, Matt. Mama Buddha Subapatanama, Harsi Tarangia, Honda Krida Karanagila. Mage Uparam Subapatum, Mama Uncle Senda. Oh, hello, Luke. Congratulations on your 400 games, Luke. Hope you have a great day. Don't forget to pack the tropical Eregard. Thanks, Luke. Bye, Luke. Yay! Congratulations on your 400th game, Luke. It's a ripping achievement. Um, cheers for all you do around the club and and uh, cheers for all you know, that you've done for us juniors when we were sort of starting out at the club. If it wasn't for you, you know, I doubt, um, I doubt the, the future of the club would be looking so good now. So thanks, mate. Congratulations on the 400, Sweeper. Massive achievement. Have a good one, mate. A huge congratulations to the great man Luke Reynolds on making his 400th game this weekend for the mighty Pombo Bulls. You're a great man, Luke. You're a good mate. You help us out at the club. Let's celebrate hard this Saturday night. Yeah, Lukey Reynolds, Tom Place here, mate. Congratulations on the 400 game, big fella. Uh, happy to celebrate it with you, mate. Cheers. G'day, Luke. Great effort on the 400 games, mate. Huge effort. Uh, not too many better servants at the club than you over the past hundred plus years. So I uh, look forward to celebrating with you Saturday night. Thanks, mate. Hi, Luke. Congratulations on your 400th game. Your commitment to the club both on and off the field is a credit to you. A statue of Luke and partner Dave is next, I guess. The Reynolds Coop progeny looks okay and also for the club's future. Well done, Luke, Brian and Sue. Congratulations on 400 games, Dad, from Gavin. G'day, Lucas. This is Josh here, your son. Congratulations on playing 400 games. Hello, Dad. Congrats on playing 400 games. Playing all those games must make you tired. Is that why you always fall asleep on the couch at home? From Emily. G'day, Luke. It's Churchy here, mate. I've been lucky enough to have lots of fun with you on and off the field over the last couple of decades. Thank you for your loyalty to the club. Thanks for being a stats nut and bringing all of that into the current group so that we've got a better appreciation for the history of our great club. I really look forward to celebrating your 400th with you. Go well. Go great, man. Yeah, g'day, Luke. Just tell you, mate, I uh, just want to say congratulations on reaching 400 games, mate. It's an amazing effort, uh, something you should be extremely proud of. Hopefully, uh, yeah, you can get a big score on the weekend and um, celebrate a win. So, all the best, mate. Keep up the good work. These things do not go unnoticed. Congratulations, mate. All the best. See ya. Hey, Luke. Uh, congratulations on your milestone 400th match for Pombo. Uh, your hard work and dedication to the club is evident in, in many areas. And uh, the future is looking good, and many teams and players will benefit from your contribution. So well done, and enjoy the weekend, Luke. Cheers, Pigeon Barb. Congratulations, Luke. 400 games, the absolute backbone of the Pomponite Cricket Club for a long, long time. I can't believe it's over 20 years ago, even longer actually, that we played together at Pomponite with Brent. 
and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed my time with you at the club and thoroughly enjoy looking at the Twitter updates. You've turned a cricket club from a, a ground next to the highway into a social media behemoth on Twitter and podcasts and uh, she should be really proud of your achievement at the club with 400 games and I'm glad that you and your family are all still working through the club. It's it's, it's great to see and when I talk to you about it, it's... um something that you should be really proud of. Anyway, good luck on the 400th game. All the best. Cheers, Aaron. Got to be the story behind the vibe of your uh, of your beaming smile, Jeff. Yes, indeed. What the ABC picked a great time to be in Geelong. Yep. Foo Fighters Friday night. Unbelievable. Midnight Oil Saturday night. I cannot wait. But there's also something happening in the district that I should mention, what? Luke from Colac, our favourite yeah. listener. Ed he's, Brewer. He, Ed Brewer, yeah. He's playing his 400th game for the Pombonite Cricket Club <laughs> this weekend. 28 seasons. What an achievement. Hats off to you, Luke from Colac. Luke, if I had my little applause slug, you'd be getting it right now. I don't, but I do have this. So maybe if I could do this, because there's a real buzz about your game. Here we go. <laughs> Congratulations, Luke. That is a, that's a, a, a titanic effort. Yeah, so he would have been at Midnight Oil on Saturday, but he'll be celebrating with the boys. <laughs> It'll be a huge weekend in Pombonite. And Adelita was playing at...